Welcome, and thank you for joining the Cass County Health Department HealthCast. Our HealthCast is here to bring discussion and awareness to the services that we offer here at the Health Department, as well as ongoing and current issues in women's health. My name is Louise Yale, and I'm a health educator and women's health specialist here at Cass County Health Department. Today, we have a wonderful guest that is an integral part of the Cass County Health Department team. I'm excited to speak with Suzanne Filbert, nurse practitioner at health, Cass County Health Clinic at our Virginia location. So before we get to talk to Suzanne, I want to talk a little bit about, more about heart health. February is American Heart Month, and we wanted to bring awareness about cardiovascular disease and the prevalence of how it affects people in the United States. Cardiovascular disease can refer to a number of different conditions, but is recognized as the number one killer in Americans for both men and women. One in every three deaths in the United States is related to cardiovascular disease, so it's very important for many people to understand the severity of the disease, how it can be, be prevented and treated. So the heart is an amazing organ we have in our bodies. It is the main organ and driver of our cardiovascular system, which is a network of blood vessels that pump blood throughout your body to all other organs, muscles, and nerves. The heart's main function is to move blood throughout our body. It works with our body system, to, such as for your nervous system and endocrine system, to control your heart rate and blood pressure. So for those that might not be as aware of where our heart is, the heart is located in the front of your chest and sits slightly behind and to the left of your sternum or the breastbone. Your rib cage is there to protect it. Uh, your heart is slightly on the left side of your body, and it sits there between your right and left lungs with your left lung being slightly smaller to make room for the heart on the left chest. Everyone's heart is slightly different size, but generally adult hearts are about the size of two clenched fists and weigh about 10 ounces on average, while a child's heart is about the same size as one clenched fist. So the parts of the heart are like the parts of a house. You have walls, you have chambers, which are rooms, your valves are your doors, uh, your blood vessels are the plumbing of, the of your heart, and your electrical conduct, conduct system is the electricity. Um, your heart is divided into four chambers. You have two chambers on the top, which are called the atrium, or atrium for plural, and two chambers on the bottom, which are called ventricles, with one on each side of the heart. These chambers work together along with the valves, which are like doorways that open and close, to allow, to be, or to allow blood to be pumped out into your lungs and blood vessels. There are three types of blood vessels in our bodies, the arteries, veins, and capillaries. Arteries carry oxygen-rich blood from our heart to the other body tissues, such as organs and muscles. Veins carry oxygen-poor blood back to the heart to be sent to the lungs again to get that oxygen. Then you got capillaries, which are small blood vessels where the body exchanges oxygen-rich and oxygen-poor blood. The last part of the heart that we'll talk about is the electrical conduction system, which is like electrical wiring in the house. It controls the rhythm and the pace of your heartbeat. The electrical wiring of our heart is an electrical system that sends a heart rhythm through the whole heart in order for it to beat. Without that beating or without that electrical beat or, or rhythm, the heart won't be able to pump blood or be able to beat. So if we don't have that, we don't have our heart pumping as well. So through this whole system, the heart continues to pump blood throughout your whole body in order for it to function properly and for you to stay alive. So without your heart, we don't have much to function with. So if you ever get a chance, Google or look up what the human heart looks like. It's, it is pretty amazing. 
So now that we know how our heart works a little bit more, let's talk to Suzanne about cardiovascular, cardiovascular disease and how we can keep our heart healthy for a long, productive life. It's great to have you here, Suzanne, to discuss more about cardiovascular disease. Uh, so just to start off, please tell us a little more about your role here and how long you've been here at Cass County Health Clinic. So I am a nurse practitioner here at Cass County. I've been here approximately six months, a little over. Mm -hmm. I was in Beardstown first, and now I see patients in Virginia. All right, great. So first off, uh, Suzanne, how would you define cardiovascular disease? So cardiovascular disease is an all-encompassing term. It, it includes disorders of the veins, arteries, and the heart. Mm -hmm. um, it is the leading cause of death in the United States and worldwide. Mm -hmm. Cardiovascular disease is typically includes disease associated with atherosclerosis, and that is the buildup of plaque in your arteries. Mm -hmm. So since you mentioned atherosclerosis, kind of a hard word to say, so what are some of the other various conditions that fall under cardiovascular disease? I think when people hear cardiovascular disease, they automatically think of a heart attack. Yeah. But it also includes stroke and hypertension. Okay. And the progression of uh, the cardiovascular disease, it leads to heart failure and certain cardiac arrhythmias, which is the change of heart rhythm. Okay. So what would you say, Suzanne, is the most common cardiovascular disease that you see? So the most common cardiovascular disease that I see is hypertension. It is also known as a silent disease because in the early stages, there are no symptoms. Mm -hmm. Your body has a way to compensate to changes within the body. So if your body starts to have high blood pressure, it'll change to offset that. When there are actual physical effects of hypertension, the damage is already done. Right, right. So then based off of that more of, um, what are some of the biggest risk factors that you see for heart disease? So there are typically two types of risk factors. One is a genetic or um, age-related family history. Right, Those right. you can't change. Right. Then there are also environmental risk mm -hmm. factors, um, which you can change. Mm -hmm. Those being... Tobacco use, obesity, diet, excessive alcohol intake, yeah, and diabetes, yeah. to say a few. Yeah, so different lifestyle changes that can be made for sure. Absolutely. All right, so what might be some of the different symptoms that people might experience if they have heart or cardiovascular disease? So some, some symptoms include dizziness, chest pain, and that's chest pain with or without movement down the arm. Okay. If your heart is racing, if you have shortness of breath without exertion or exercising. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. So based on the different symptoms that you just mentioned, when should someone seek medical attention if they have cardiovascular heart issues? So someone should seek medical attention emergently if they have chest pain, dizziness, shortness of breath without exertion. Mm -hmm. um, at that point, they truly need to be seen. Mm -hmm. Um, also if they feel like their heart is racing, uh, a lot of people have, uh, pressure in their chest. Okay. However, one of the things that, that our patients should be doing is having an annual physical and right. then we can 
can monitor them mm-hmm. um, a little bit more for sure. Yeah, more frequently. Okay. No, that's good. I think, you know, if you see, some, see something out of the ordinary or feel something out of the ordinary, yeah, it's better to be safe than sorry and check it out as soon as you can. Yes. All right. So then based off of that, what is the difference between a heart attack and cardiovascular disease? So heart disease, cardiovascular disease, is something that occurs gradually. Okay. It cascades into different diseases. A heart attack is an injury to your heart that occurs suddenly. Mm. Not to say that heart disease can't lead up to a heart attack. Right. Because most of the time, that's exactly what happens. Okay. Good. All right. So then, based on the heart attack, what are some of the symptoms that are different of a heart attack for men and women? Classic symptoms of a heart attack include uncomfortable pressure or squeezing in the chest, jaw or shoulder pain, Mm -hmm. sweating and nausea, and weakness and shortness of breath. Often people say they feel like an elephant is sitting on their chest. Yeah. And that is more typical for men. While women do have the classic symptoms as well, Mm -hmm. they are also more likely to have less common symptoms such as indigestion, shortness of breath, and back pain. And sometimes the absence of the obvious chest discomfort um, keeps them from coming in to see the the doctor. Yeah, I I know that's a lot for women. Sometimes they think it's something totally different and then Mm -hmm. don't get checked out. And then it's, you know, days and weeks later and they're still having symptoms and they finally do. All right, so we talked about stroke being under the umbrella of heart disease as well earlier, but what are some of the different symptoms of a stroke? Symptoms of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness in the face, arm, or leg. Typically, it's on one side of the body. Mm -hmm. Sudden confusion, trouble speaking, or difficulty understanding speech can also be some symptoms. Mm -hmm. Sudden trouble seeing in one or both eyes. Sudden trouble walking, dizziness, loss of balance, okay. or loss of coordination. Right. So there are a lot of symptoms there that kind of to kind of to look for for sure. Mm-hmm. So then, what are some of the different treatments uh, that we could imply for heart disease? So early treatment of heart disease really is preventative, mm-hmm. and it is um, improving your diet and exercise. Okay. Uh, to stay away from tobacco, excessive drinking, and other substances that may be harmful to your heart. Like I said, it's more of a preventative role. Right. Later in the process of cardiovascular disease, there are blood pressure medications, diuretics, and then medications that control diabetes as well. Okay. And truthfully, treatment includes decreasing the risk of cardiovascular disease disease and mm-hmm. damage mm-hmm. that really hypertension causes to your body. Okay. No, that's good. I think, yeah, like I said, lifestyle changes make mm-hmm. a big difference even, you know, before, during, and it all that. Yeah, for sure. So then based off of that, are there various tests that can be performed that can diagnose, uh, diagnose heart disease or cardiovascular disease? So, yes, uh, tests include regular blood pressure checks, mm, yes. cholesterol checks that um, kind of monitor the, the atherosclerosis, mm-hmm. lab work to include checking your liver and kidneys, and all of that is encompassed in a um, annual physical. Right. Otherwise, uh, if you're having chest pain and you go to the doctor or the ER, you're going to get an EKG, mm-hmm. and that's just to monitor 
what your heart rhythm is. Mm -hmm. Also, cardiac enzymes can be done to measure a current or emergent insult or injury to your heart. Yeah. Which, a.k.a. is the heart attack. Yeah. Um, If you have a stroke or suspected stroke, a patient, when you go to the ER, you'll have um, a head-to-toe neurological exam and Mm -hmm. a CT of the brain. Okay, good. So lots of different things that can be tested Mm -hmm. to prevent and during the thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So then, Suzanne, what are some of the things we can do to manage uh, heart disease? So... Managing heart disease, as I said earlier, is more of a preventative approach mm-hmm. and really managing the environmental factors, obesity, diabetes, exercise, diet. In the later stages of cardiovascular disease, it is important to take medications regularly and as right. prescribed, right. but also to continue to improve on diet and exercise. Yes, for sure. Definitely. So, Suzanne, you talked about, like, diet. So what kind of diet would you recommend for better heart health? So a cardiac diet or heart-healthy diet is an eating plan that emphasizes um, and promotes heart health. Mm -hmm. And they want you to eat vegetables and fruits, whole grains, Mm -hmm. lean poultry, uh, fish such as tuna or salmon, Mm -hmm. um, because those have omega-3 fatty acids in it okay yeah i recommend a lot of the time to my patients uh the mediterranean diet Mm -hmm. um that works well and it kind of encompasses the heart healthy diet Mm -hmm. and then of course stay away from overly starchy foods and uh fried foods okay good so you talked about uh, Mediterranean diet as a heart-healthy diet. What about salt um, in the diet for heart health? So patients that are prescribing to a cardiac diet or a heart-healthy diet, um, they typically already have heart disease. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and sodium can contribute to edema, which puts more pressure on the heart Mm -hmm. to pump. So Mm -hmm. a low-sodium diet um, is recommended. Mm. It's going to be beneficial. It will be beneficial, yeah, for sure. Okay, good. So what are some last tips or tricks, Suzanne, uh, to keep us in better heart health shape? So again, I've said this multiple times, but prevention is key, and I Mm -hmm. can't stress that enough. Right. Heart disease and cardiovascular disease, the same thing. But it is preventative with diet and exercise to exclude, of course, the genetic factors. Right, right. Um, if you start young, making healthy heart choices and get an- your annual physicals so we can monitor your blood pressures on a regular basis, um, that, will, that will help decrease your risk of uh, mm-hmm. cardiovascular disease. Mm-hmm. With that being said, no one knows your body better than you. So if you're having symptoms or you feel off, you feel dizzy, have chest pain, feel weak on one side, Mm -hmm. please just go get checked out. Even Mm -hmm. if it goes away, it is your body's warning sign and you need to be seen. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, you know yourself best and you need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. So these lifestyle choices, these, you know, preventative and annual exams are very key for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you so much, Suzanne, for joining us for our health cast and giving us some very insightful and amazing information on cardiovascular disease. We hope that this information can help those listening out there to seek more treatment and to make lifestyle changes for better heart health. We hope this health cast has been informative and helpful to our listeners. We bring information to you to educate and enlighten the public on the importance of various health concerns and topics that would be beneficial to the improvement and health of well-being for your community. Funding for this podcast was provided in whole or in part by the Illinois Department of Public Health, Office of Women's Health. The Cass County HealthCast is a project of the Cass County Health Department in Cass County, Illinois. Information on this podcast was material to inform listeners of health topics that would be resourceful to their health and well-being. The information given in today's podcast is not the personal opinions and views of those speaking and is in the information gathered and distributed by the sole, for the sole purpose of health education and promotion. If you have any questions and would like to suggest a topic, please call the Cass County Health Department at 217-452-3057 and ask for Louise. Check us out on our social media. We have Facebook, uh, Instagram, and thanks for joining us. And until next time, stay well.